You're tuned into CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal. This is Free City Radio. Thanks for being with us. The time is 11.05, and uh, you just heard um, Ras Moshe of New York City on the saxophone, um, who is performing uh, tonight at uh, Casa del Popolo as part of the Howell Arts Festival uh, taking place right now. And... Um, really happy to be joined by Ras Moshe um, here in studio. Uh, hello. Hello, Ras. How you doing? Hello, Stefan. Thanks very much for all your organization. Oh, it's great to have you here. Yes, beautiful. Uh, up in Montreal. Right on. So um, you're here in the city, and um, uh, I met you in New York, um, where you've worked for many years bridging jazz, um, improvised music and social activism absolutely could you share a bit about um what that means for you in terms of of new york it's been a very turbulent year i know you've been on the streets joining the black lives matter protests oh yes um how's it all going it's uh, everything is moving along you know um and that's uh that's good all the activity is continuing, you know, which is what you have to do. You know, you can't worry about uh, the natural attempts to stop that kind of activity. That's a part of the whole thing. But um, thankfully, there's been a resurgence hmm. of uh, social activity. Not that it ever really stopped. Hmm. It, it, of course not. But it was uh, maybe a while ago, there was a little slight lull, you know. But uh, it seems to, uh, people are out in the street again like it used to be, you know. I, I mean, that's natural conditions do that, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, people are, are talking about police brutality, Absolutely. police killings. Yes, it's um, at, an, at an alarmingly high rate, mm. probably all around the world. But uh, in the States, it's alarmingly high. And it seems somewhat like it's sanctioned too, you know, a necessary evil, quote unquote. Hmm. Hmm. A lot of your work as as a, as an improviser um, I, uh, has focused around radical histories of jazz music and jazz culture. Um, for people who are listening, could you share a bit about your perspectives on 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 the roots of jazz culture? for you as, as, as a player, I, I, I know that um, often that framework of the term jazz can sort of mean something very different from what the history was in terms of it being, you know, a grassroots music, uh, a community-based music. Um, but from that perspective, from looking at the grassroots history of jazz, the community-based history of jazz, the African-American experience that is so much in uh, an integral part of, of jazz culturally. Um, I'm wondering if you could share a bit about about what that means for you today in 2016 and uh, uh, when you're playing and also when you're you're joining uh, a lot of these demonstrations uh, over the past year. It means a lot. Uh, when I was uh, growing up, I was always very inspired by what was known as the Black Arts Movement of the 1960s, which is, I'm sure, is just a name applied to something that was already occurring. 
because I know Langston Hughes had a uh, classic essay called The Negro Artist and the Racial Mountain, which I think is from the early 30s, but everything he said in that pretty much applies to black artists who are socially engaged. And as a jazz musician, um, I don't see anything wrong with the duality or the dialectic of music for music and music for a cause. Music for music's sake doesn't mean uh, you're complacent. Uh, if I'm practicing, I might not be technically thinking about a social issue, but it's there. But then I believe, just speaking for myself, because I'm very inspired by Max Roach, Archie Shep, et cetera, et cetera, and that community activity being socially, politically engaged and using the music in that regard. I, uh, I've never been apprehensive about that. Uh, naturally, it's a source of criticism, but it's never bothered me, you know, because I don't see how people can create music and not have it intertwined with what's happening around us. Me being a black musician, and especially growing up in the Brooklyn area, it was always surprising the kind of opposition that I experienced from people. Mm -hmm. utilizing the music in that way um, because um, there's nothing unconstructive about it. You're just trying to make people aware of what's happening around us. It can only be a positive thing, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was always, just personally, I was always inspired by that kind of activity. Mm -hmm. um, the music that I always enjoyed, what's known as the avant-garde or free mm -hmm. jazz, these musicians always had that concern and um, always involved with what, what they were doing, what they were creating. I think that's a constant in jazz in general. Um, the term free kind of applies to the development of the music in general. That's probably a separate conversation well, if we please, have time. Please, yeah, please, please get into that. Yeah, because it seems like freedom of expression is a constant of jazz, regardless of time period, whether something's inside, outside. These are really uh, false contradictions, you know. Um, Duke Ellington was using the word black in the 20s and the 30s and uh, overtly titling compositions and, and um, writing music in a way that was intertwined with what was happening with the black experience, hmm. you know. And uh, all the musicians had that concern, Charlie Parker, Dizzy Gillespie. You know, sometimes people might not agree because maybe the musicians didn't say it in an interview or something, you know. But growing up in the community, I always hung around older people my whole life, uh, and they were deep into the music. And they always shared with me where the musicians were coming from based on their own interactions with uh, the great musicians in quote-unquote jazz, you know, mm -hmm. um, which sort of confirmed it for me. I mean, there's always a wide variety of perspectives hmm. socially in jazz uh, with black musicians just like any other form of music. Hmm. But, um, and, and especially, I guess... It's probably not so unnatural to be politically engaged based on the time period I was born in, too, because I was born in March of 1968, pretty much so. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone who knows what was happening in that year, <laughs> you know, so I was kind of like born into the fire. Hmm. 
And then my father, who unfortunately passed two years ago, was always pretty active with stuff. He was a jazz musician as well and uh, very engrossed in black history and culture and a lot of uh, political things. And he passed that on to me, which I'm very proud of. And um, hmm. uh, I, don't, I, do, I didn't view it as unnatural to have these concerns as a jazz musician, uh, especially based on some of my own experiences hmm. that still happen and the experiences that I have observed as well, you know. Mm-hmm. But then at the, you know, at, like I said a few seconds ago, I don't view it as a contradiction. I can't say that every time I'm playing music or writing music or practicing that that's the goal, you know. Mm. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that um, it's not a contradiction for both of these concepts to exist within one paradigm, you know, music for music and definitely music for a cause. And music for music is not separate from music for a cause by any means. It's just, um, you know, if I'm practicing scales, I'm practicing scales, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, But it, it doesn't make me any less politically active. But then at the same time, I do overtly intertwine what I do with that. It's not the choice for a lot of other people. It's not the mm-hmm. choice for many people that I play music with sometimes. But uh, we can come together and create anyway. That's the power of the music spiritually. Mm-hmm. Plus, me personally, I'm not a dictatorial kind of person as far as how people should feel. I mean, if you ask me how I feel, I'm going to tell you honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm not in, uh, you know, I don't, ha- I don't have a need to... Uh, impose ideology on people but that's i have to be honest about where i'm coming from personally Mm. and uh, it's it's a testament to the spiritual power of music that sometimes there are people that might not even agree with me we can still create a lot of music and we have but then but most of the people i play music we're we're on the same wavelength Mm. anyway you know and and how is uh, new york city these days uh, as a musician how's it treating you new york city i love new york Hmm. Very much so. I'm a New Yorker. I think the uh, the real estate people are having their own kind of revolution right now. <laughs> they maybe they they view displacing people as uh, maybe some kind of progress or something. It's very mean spirited. The depla- displacement of people out of their communities, black people, working people. It's starting to spread to people of all colors, really. Hmm. You know, and um, I don't. You know, I don't know what's happening internally with that kind of world as to what their rationales are for doing it, but I can see the results. And I kind of view it as unnecessary because, uh, you know, there's space for everybody, you know. And um, you have people in the quote-unquote higher class that have done great things for the movement, you Mm know. Or you can have somebody sometimes from a lower class and they can be totally unconstructive <laughs> yeah, or very untrustworthy sure, sure. politically. Sure. You know, because, mm. um, but, over, but overall, uh, I would say that um, the quote-unquote higher classes are engaged in uh, some very mean-spirited behavior as far as displacing people out of their communities. Black people, of course, being at the top of the list, you know, and uh, that's unfortunate, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. So uh, gentrification. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. I mean, it's not, and it's not. Um, this view is not necessarily directed at young people that are coming to the different cities like that because uh, a lot of people are seeking not to be in a homogeneous environment. So it's not so much about that because, you know, we need plural societies, people of different backgrounds being together. But more or less uh, what's happening at the top really is is occasionally pretty uh, mean-spirited at that time, you know? Sure like that. So uh, it's, it's a combination of all these, all these elements like that. But, uh, sure. yeah. So um, this is a, a reality for a lot of musicians in, in, in New York around uh, the rising rents and, and, and sort of fighting for space, literally. <laughs> yeah, the choice to be a jazz musician and an avant-garde jazz musician and a left-wing avant-garde <laughs> jazz musician is an incredible life choice. <laughs> as far as finances, and it was definitely not part of the family plan in a lot of ways. Hmm. Well, nah, I, I, let me take some of that back, because my family's pretty conscious. But I mean, even music lovers in the family, they, you know, they have concerns about your well-being and everything. Yeah, yeah. You've been holding it down a long time. Yeah, but I mean, I've, I, I already knew how it was based on the kind of music I was interested in, so I always had some kind of employment, and I'm currently back in school, too, myself. Nice. So, you know, I had no intention of traumatizing myself about <laughs> my artistic choices. Sure. Well, you're here in Montreal uh, yeah. to play at CASA tonight. And I know yeah. that right before you left, you had an algebra final. Yeah, I had a math final. I think I aced it, too, you know. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I think, the last two questions were a little tricky about probability, which is kind of generalized, but the answers to probability questions are more like formulaic. You're writing out a formula as opposed to uh, okay. constructing an actual quote-unquote right answer. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, the probability was in our favor, and you're here today, so <laughs> really happy about that. And you have your sacks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm it, happy to be in Montreal. It's a beautiful welcome, city, welcome. beautiful people. Welcome. You know, and we're going to get some peace and love happening, you know. Well, if, if, you would, if you'd like to play a piece, uh, that'd be wonderful. Oh, sure. We're in studio with Ras Moshe, um, who's uh, playing tonight uh, at Casa del Popolo. You don't need the headphones. Okay. Yeah. Hey, get a picture on my phone, man, so I can show my mother, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's playing tonight at Casa del Popolo, uh, 4873 Saint Laurent, as part of the uh, Howell Arts Festival. Yeah, no problem. Um, and uh, that's going to be starting tonight um, at uh, 8:30. Yeah, sure. That's all good. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Moshe uh, live in studio here at CKUT 90.3 FM. Uh, this is Free City Radio. Thanks, Ross. Thank you, too, Stefan. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I have, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to Montreal again. And um, it's great to have a chance to talk with you. We only have about a couple minutes left. Um, oh, okay. And, um, you know, um, Tonight, there'll be this uh, show at Casa del Popolo. Um, you'll be performing with a group of different artists um, and uh, really looking forward to that. But maybe just to finish up, um, I'll just ask you one more question um, about uh, how it's been over the last year um, in, in New York. Uh, specifically, I, I've, I've talked to you and I've heard from people that you have been uh, joining uh, demonstrations with your saxophone for a long time, and yep. s specifically the the demonstrations <clears throat> calling out police violence, the targeted killings of Eric Gardner and, and others. Yes, how's that experience been? It's very fruitful. You know, I'm glad to uh, to be able to help because um, um, it's using the arts for a positive message. Mm -hmm. And uh, the message that people have that are out on the streets is very constructive because it's based on a, uh, a dislike of violence, you know, a dislike of people hurting each other and just uh, this kind of sanctioned violence that's accepted and directed at, at, at people. So, you know, we just, we're trying to uh, create peace, you know, mm -hmm. and you have to be active to do that. You have to be very proactive to do that. And... Um, you know, peace and love is a be better example for younger people. The generations are coming up. We have to create a different kind of prototype for them, you know. Not uh, that you solve problems through war mm -hmm. like that, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, that's, that's uh, what it's based on. It's based on trying to create uh, something positive and, and definitely fighting back, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're specifically uh, talking about the NYPD. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I've never knew too much about that particular uh, zone, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but it seems like it's a very uh, interesting group of people joining that profession. The police, based on the things that's been uh, uh, happening, mm. you know. So uh, I always try to spend a large amount of time trying to uh, figure out what's in the mindset of that uh, particular zone, you know, mm -hmm. of, um, yeah, why uh, problems have to be solved that way through, through hurting people, you know, mm -hmm. as opposed to uh, communication or something, you know. But um, 
you know, I can speculate for a long time about that, especially since I don't know anything about it, you know. <laughs> My thing has been like music and arts and uh, cultural things, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that uh, a lot of the uh, police brutality cases, they have to uh, definitely come to an end, you know. Hmm. It's a very, uh, very bad thing. And I'm sure uh, it's probably symptomatic of, of things that people with that profession do probably in their own lives, maybe to the people around them too, hmm. you know. But sometimes, you know, manifestations of violence on, on people sometimes is... Uh, indicative of just having a certain mindset in general, you know. Mm-hmm. Ras, thanks for sharing your thoughts today here thank on you Security too. and also for playing. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you too, Stefan. Appreciate you very it. much. Um, Ras Moshe will be in concert tonight at Casa del Popolo as part of Howl Arts Festival. Um, he'll be playing uh, in quartet formation with Sam Shalabi, uh, Jonah Fortune on double bass, um, Martin Heslop on double bass, Sam Shalabi will be on oud and I believe guitar, um, also uh, Ari Swan on violin, um, I'll also be joining Ras a bit on the piano. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, and that's part of Arts Festival taking place. It's the EP release too, right? Yeah, we have a cassette coming out. Yeah, yeah, that's very exciting, man. I'm very appreciative that you did that. You oh, know. I'm I'm happy to do thanks it. For having me on a festival and putting that music out, very much so. Th- thanks for being here, Ross. Thank you too. Yeah, um, this has been Free City Radio on CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal, and do stay tuned. The XX Files is coming up right next. <laughs>